Hi. Good morning. Hi. Good morning, Elizabeth. Good morning. How are you? Sorry What's about up, all son? the mess this morning. <laughs> Dude. Oh. That's life, man. I live with two toddlers, so mess mess has a whole new description. Yeah, I can imagine. Head. New definition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to get really comfortable with putting things away and they end up right back on the floor. So it's all good. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I'm like that. So like me being in the house is like having another child <laughs> in the house. Really? So like it bothers me so bad. Like I am. And thank goodness Michael is a neat freak too. Like, mm. I mean, I'm not obsessive, but I definitely want order to my space um because like chaos shoots out yeah like things not being put away really bothers me stuff on my countertops stuff you know clothes not put away it just bothers me um but i do have usually like we we usually have like one space in our house it's just like the chaos space Mm -hmm. like Actually, this office is like my chaos space where I can just like throw things and I don't have to look at them. Mm-hmm. There's something about triggering my anxiety when I can see the mess. If I can't see it, it's out not of as sight, bad. out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Or like Amazon boxes. Like if Amazon packages or packages from of any kind start piling up, like let's say we we get a several packages in a day. I have to open them and like put the stuff away because just like the boxes drives oh, me man. nuts. I mean, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I would prefer them to be more, more orderly, but it doesn't, it doesn't drive yeah. me. Like, but I bet you Michael is not naturally like that. Um, You know what? I don't think he is. I mean, an act of addiction, he was huh. cool with a lot of things that that means you're a conscious you're you're more orderly right so you're like a conscientious person yeah michael is like me and michael probably more uh like creative type like less Mm -hmm. orderly and more creative yeah absolutely you need both i like um, you need both yeah i was watching this one season of survivor and this on this one, they had one guy. I mean, this one happened to be like man versus woman, but that's uh. Oh, this... I, okay. I love Survivor, oh, so okay. I know oh, which okay. season you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. So in this one, there was one guy who was like uh the whole time he was trying to make a net so he can catch fish, like a lot mm-hmm. of fish at once. But then, so he was like the creative type. But then there was this other guy, alpha guy who was more orderly. He's more like military, like he's like a management type, right? Who just like every day he would just use his fishing rod to catch one fish, right? And then every day he just puts in the work and just, you know, and people get to eat because of that. Like because he catches one, two fish every day, people eat from that. While this other guy spent weeks like making the net trying to catch, but he wouldn't catch anything for a long time, right? So towards the whole thing, people started getting annoyed at that guy. It's like, dude, you're not helping out. You're just over there like trying to play with your net and like you're not catching anything. Like you're so like 
that's what the creative guy gets usually in society most of their life. Until I think in the last week or two weeks, he caught like 40 at once <laughs> with the net. Yeah. And right. then from that point on, they started eating really well every day because of that, right? Right. So that you need both because you need the creative type like me who can see the vision and mm -hmm. keep at it, risking failure. But then in the meantime, we still need to eat. So we still need that right. conscientious, orderly guy to do the daily task. So there's still like cash flow coming in <laughs> while we're building <laughs> <Yes>. this dream. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that is, I think that's such a great um, story to tell because that is, man, I am not like that bit. Like I... I cannot see how we get to that big vision. Like I can see the mountain. I understand that's a possibility, but I am so focused on, okay, what do we have to do right now? What is our objective right now? And I can, I am really good at executing like and seeing maybe the next five steps, but I'm not so good at like, you know, this is the ultimate destination. Yeah, yeah. Like that is so uncomfortable for me to figure out how do we get to that five-year plan, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm more like, let's do what's has to be done in the next three months. Let's just continue to work towards, you know, a more finite, closer goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because like the other thing that happens, I think, is like the vision can change and evolve, right? And it, it morphs and I think creatives are comfortable with the morphing and they're okay well, the, with like of, it changing. The downside of that is, yes, we're okay with it. <laughs> but also, you know, most of us fail. 99% of us fail. Only 1% mm -hmm. of us make it. So don't forget that. Right. right. Like that's the downside of being creative. That's true, I guess. That's why you know. That's like, why I think it takes two. It takes yeah. both. It takes both skill sets. Yeah. Well, the conscientiousness, the orderliness is what's actually required, I think, to succeed. It's more required to succeed. I've every successful person that I know, they got there because they they consistently put in the work day in and out, day out, right? Not because they, right. they had some innovative idea that changed the world. <laughs> like that's not how most people become successful. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Ideas mean jack shit. Mm -hmm. Like only like, one out of a million people are Steve Jobs, right? So like... Right. It's, it's not like gonna... Michael, Michael will have people come to him and be like, man, I have this business idea. I have this great business idea, but I can't tell you what it is. And he's like, your idea means nothing. <laughs> like you can tell me what your idea is, mm -hmm. but if you're not going to do anything, like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, ideas are worthless. Yeah. And I don't mean that like it is worthless. I mean they're in a bad way, but, but an idea is worthless. There's nothing. Right. That so you if you're keeping your Yeah, if you're keeping your idea a secret, like it you know, you'll have these people that are like, I can't tell you I'm I have this great business idea, I can't tell you. Well, unless you do something about it, it's not fucking it doesn't matter. Like doesn't fucking well, matter. I mean, do you really know that though? Like, are you like that? Am I like what? Like, do you really believe that idea is not worth anything? Like, do you, like, when you have a good idea, 
like do you just tell everyone share it with everyone because yeah, like or do you ever try to hold information is there any time where you try to hold information because you know out of the value of that information yeah i mean not just ideas but no, I'm yeah not talking about secrets. i mean i'm talking about like i'm not gonna teach you how to do that because it took me 10 years and cost me this much to learn it so i'm not just gonna give oh, it to dude. you for free like you know what i mean no i don't do that like okay. i don't think because that because th people do especially if it's someone i'm like working with or like that i no, know no, 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 i'm it's not like, talking about like just... that like i'm like of course, like if it's somebody you know, but you know, if it's, if it's like a stranger, or like, you know. um, yeah, no, I think like I'm very willing to share my experience or what worked or what didn't work. Yeah. Probably too much, right? Um, but like, you know, most people it, are not. I guess I didn't. No, I don't know why. Like, why would you do that? Like, you I feel like that's do not... You, you don't feel that? Like, when you talk to people? Like, uh... In the workplace, yeah. In corporate America, 100%. But not, not like, in just regular personal, personal life. I don't feel it. It doesn't mean it's not happening. Um, I definitely feel like, like, on Instagram, people try to, like, hide, hide, hide tricks. Like, they don't share all their tricks, right? You know, like... Yeah. In business, I guess it's definitely... Man, I don't get the point of that. Just like we talked last week, like you can Google anything, you can find out anything. So I don't understand why. Yeah. So you don't get like the, can, you don't get those people that are like, I have this great idea, but I don't want to tell you. I've encountered those people, yeah. And I'm like, dude, I'm not. And you can't see from their point of view at all. I mean, I get it. I get it. I guess like you think it's like secret or whatever. Like you think it's like special and especially if you're like working towards it right there's some reason why you're like you don't want to tell anyone but i just know that i've there are like two or three people i can think of they're like i have this great idea for a business i can't tell anyone but i i, I also don't know anything any i haven't heard any ideas or seen any ideas that are that unique in the world that we live in today they're like these micro optimizations of things but there's yeah, like nothing like tiny a little bit better than what they're just exists. like right like most of our problems have been solved unless you're th think you know talking about like something on a I mean, much even grander I, scale i don't even think there's like real innovation ever right like everything is up there's no way like if you look at this iphone right when the iphone first came out it's not really it wasn't really a that huge of a leap because all the parts inside it, most of it already existed. It was just one or two exactly. parts that Apple developed that allowed to make that happen, right? So exactly. It, Even Amazon, right? Yeah. They they're just leveraging. Yeah, it's not new. They're technology. just innovating yeah. based on yeah. There's nothing new. It's not electricity. It's not the telephone. Yeah. It's not these like people have been big... selling shoes for hundreds of thousands of years. Like all of a sudden, like Zappos yeah. comes out, and it's a, all of a sudden it's a brand new innovation. What? No, like no. it's not the technology, or it's not the idea, or it's not. I mean, that. Okay, here's what I think. If somebody comes to say, "Oh, I have an idea," but you know, can you sign an NDA or something like that? 
like right away, that's a, for me, that's an automatic tell that, okay, you don't have enough business experience, right? Like that person might think that he's the, he's like, oh, I'm this tech CEO and I'm going to make you sign my NDA. But in reality, every experienced investor knows when they're looking at them, be like, okay, you must be a newbie. You've never built a business before. <laughs> like it's right. a sure sign that you've never built a business before. Like this is how that's, I mean, I, I was like that too. Like, I feel like when I was in my 20s, I was so fucking cocky thinking I, like, thinking I was smart and like doing this. And it's so cringy now. I'm looking back be like, oh, all these probably like older investors and other business people were probably looking at me like and laughing at me at that time, right? Like, yeah. because I, that's how I look at 20-year-olds or not, right? When 20-year-olds come to me and ask me questions and they're like, tell me about their business and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, God, okay, yeah. That's how I was in my 20s. So... But they, right. they will never see that, right? Those people will never see that. Like, you doing that? You're asking me to sign an NDA? You're exposing yourself <laughs> to me. <laughs> you're, you're, right. you're, you're making me see how dumb you are, how inexperienced <laughs> you are, how no, you know nothing about business. Like, that's what they don't know. <laughs> I know, I know. And and I guess they won't know that until they're our age, right? Until until they get some experience, they won't. Yeah, I, I think they have to fail in a business a couple of times and then actually make it in order to learn that. But the fact that yeah. they don't know that is the proof is in the pudding, right? That the fact that they they don't know that is the proof that they don't know how to run a business. But they don't know that. <laughs> they don't know that. Yeah. Them saying that is what's exposing them. And they, they're going around exposing them, like, <laughs> thinking they're cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's thinking just they so have something special. Yeah. It is. It really is. And I mean, it's the same it's thing a- when I get clients and when, when I get, when so many people come to me and they're like, oh, no, this is a, no, I can't give that out for free. Like, this has to be behind the paywall. Or like, when, they, when people start doing that, I feel the exact same way. Okay. Yeah. You're a newbie. Okay, I get it. You're a newbie who still is trying to hold content and like thinking that your your content is so valuable. Like that's what I see. But I think those yeah. those people don't see that. Those people come to me and they Mm-mm. they actually think their content is so valuable and they they actually think that by them protecting their content, it makes them more more of an expert. That it it, it makes them feel more experienced. But no, actually, when you hoard your content like that, it makes you look like an amateur. <laughs> it makes you look it like does, you don't know yeah. what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I remember like you would have to like talk like when you were, we were working together, it was always like, okay, well, what are we going to set? Like we were like just giving everything away. You know, like mm. it's hard to. Because I think we know like like what you're saying, like none of this is actually very valuable <laughs> like but i think like that's you, also but you do... it's something you have to experience i think you yeah it, it, just like that business thing you have to you know experience business to know that idea is not worth anything you have to experience um uh, building this content type of business like inf- in business where you sell information right business where you sell content you have to experience that business for a while to understand that, okay, it's not the content that I'm selling. 
Because in the beginning, I think everybody goes in thinking that it's the content that they're selling. So they try to guard their mm -hmm. content as much as they can. But yeah, that that's a sure sign of a, okay, you're a newbie. I, I, I get it. You just started in this. <laughs> you try to hold your content. You try to guard your content. Yeah, yeah. I get it. <laughs> it's because like, think about You'll it. Learn. Like, what if I, okay, what if I spend $2,000 and buy your content? And I literally copied exactly, but instead me doing the video and then I put it down. Oh, your business is over now because <laughs> that's your problem. Like that's your Google algorithm. Now it's now I have it. So your business is gone. <laughs> like, right. How right. stupid is that? Right. Like to think that, that, you know, I know, yeah. I guess it's not like I, the, I guess people just aren't. They aren't thinking it through. I, I don't know. I don't know what the. I think it's a. What the mindset is. I, I think it's a emotional. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a logical decision. I think it's just something that naturally people do because we live in such a competitive world, right? Yeah. Where, I mean, we live in a. For majority of our life, we lived in a world where information was power. <laughs> That's true. And and the people that were in power made sure they did everything in their power to keep it that way. Like make sure that, that people are not literate, right? Until they invented the mm -hmm. alphabet and then they invented a book like printing press and they invented the, the you know, communication, internet. And, and the knowledge kept spreading, 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 right? Like, but in the beginning, they always try to kept it private, the information. But now, we live in a modern world where it's not the case anymore. But people try to like still hold on to that. Like, ah, oh, this is my secret Coca Cola ingredient, or this is my secret right. Google algorithm. Like. It's not so secret. It's not so secret. It's not so unique, I guess. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. What I mean, and it, what is that like saying information is power? So it is. It, it also is just like, like we were talking about a couple episodes ago, like it's also um, dangerous, like in how it's used and can be used yeah. maliciously. Um. Oh yeah, I guess when you, I, I I see what you mean. <clears throat> yeah, in that sense, information is power, right? Because if, for example, like if you know somebody's secret, like you can take advantage of that, right? Mm -hmm. Like how how uh, you know the probably the whole thing with the the Epstein stuff, right? <laughs> like oh yeah yeah like that's all has to do with secrets and power, like secret information and power. Well, and I think about just like, I've taken online courses before, right? And, um, you know, I've t I have some that try to restrict it. Like, oh, you're only going to have access to this for mm -mm. Um, 30 days. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's like a time restriction. And then we're going to, you know, deactivate your login. And then I have others that are, um, that I've paid for. And it's like, you have lifetime access and I actually feel more loyal to the ones that just give me like Everything. the lifetime access 
because I was willing to pay for it. Like I will pay the, the fee for the information because they've, it's not their information that is as valuable. Like as I'm thinking about it, it's the way that they have organized it and helped me. Um, they've died. They, they've taken it and they've digested it and they've like formulated the information in a certain way. It's the way they've organized it or delivered it. That's what's valuable to me. Um, so there's just like a couple things at play. It's like, Oh, it's not that I think that they have anything special. Cause I honestly, I could get that information from 150 different sources or more like mm-hmm. that. Like I could go, I could go put it together. Mm-hmm. Um, I could go do all the, the time and the research to get the information. Um, but I trust the way that they put it together. I trust the way that they're going to deliver it. And then secondary to that is that they're not trying to hoard it and like not even hoard it. They're not trying to like say, okay, you only have 30 days to get this and it's over. Like they're saying here, you can have this forever. And if we update it or change it, you're going to have access to it. Um, it's almost like a confidence in we know that we don't have anything special here. We just know that we've put it together in a way that's going to be easy for you to, as, as an amateur be, it's going to be easy for you to execute it. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. That's, but that's, that's what's missing right now though. It's uh, because I, I a hundred percent believe that. Because when I put together my Domestica course, I had to, I had to spend so much time restructuring it over and over and over, in order to make sure that a complete newbie coming in will will that it's gonna be the best, most effective and efficient way to teach something to this to somebody who don't know it. And there, in order to do that, it has to be done in a specific way. For example, if I say um, if I teach, okay, you have to do make you have to do this to make it relatable. You have to do this to make it more more uh, uh, unique, and you have to do this to make it easier to read. And I'll teach all of that, and then I say, go now, go write a story. Like there, they didn't learn anything here, so I, it's going to be apparent in that story. So one of the things, the first things I had to do to make it as efficient as possible is I had to go ahead and make them write a story first without teaching them anything. And then and then I go through and teach them so that they can see exactly what they did wrong. What that does is, because they, when they were writing, there are certain places where they struggled. Now that I'm teaching them that, everything is getting absorbed because, oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I struggle with. Oh, so this is how you fix it. Oh, that's what I struggle with. But if I just teach them first and then I have them write it, they're not going to remember any of that because while I was teaching them, they couldn't relate to it because they never had that issue before. So this is one, that's just one tiny example of like why it's not about the information, but how you teach it, right? Yes. But there's hundreds and thousands of these things that can be applied in order for somebody to learn anything. So yes, it's that thing. It's the, it's the methodology. It's the it's the mechanism of how you communicate the information. It's not the information itself. It's how you mm-hmm. communicate the information, right? And that's where everyone sucks. 99.9% yep. of those courses out there, those gurus, teachers, experts out there, they all suck in that. They don't know how to deliver this information that they have in a way 
to a, that a newbie can understand. That's what they suck in. So what, what do they do? They try to sell the information because <laughs> they don't know how to do exactly. this. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what I was trying to like. Yeah, like like say is that the information is invaluable. It's how you deliver the information and how you're mm-hmm. compiling it. And also knowing that not everyone is going to learn the same way, right? You have people that are going to learn that information differently. Um, like I'm very good at audio learning, um, not so good at written. Mm-hmm. Like, so they're also going to be within that hierarchy. Like they're going to be different ways that it's yeah. delivered too. Um, that are going to be suitable for different people. Um, and Michael just recently hired uh, a teacher. Like a, she is certified, teacher trained, adult learning trained, facilitator trained. Does she know Michael's information? No, not the way that Michael does, like the content. Mm-mm. But he really sucks at teaching, right? So so you have he's blending her skill set with his so that they can more effectively, because his information is out there for the world, right? 12-step recovery is out there for the world. What he's saying is not unique. And well, what Michael he needs is, is a better he's way to deliver it. No, 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 no. And uh, he's going to lend on, or he's going to lean on this new person on our team to help him do that component that you're talking about, like Mm -hmm. put it together in a way that people can more readily um, implement and take this, this content. Yeah, because in order to do that, you, I mean, there's experts in it who, who studies that, right? But Mm -hmm. like educate, like my, 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 my sister, for example, my sister, she's a professor of music education. So her students become high school teachers. So she's teaching people how to teach, right? And right. So there are people, experts who just like dedicate their entire life to how to learn how to teach, right? Yeah. But I think for Michael, it's it, it's different. I think for Michael, it might be because uh, like inspiration is another thing. So yeah, there's information. <laughs> there's how you package and you deliver that information. That's easy easy to communicate it like an effective communicator and then there's like people that are inspirational right like you know and, and i think that's that's also a different thing yes yes yeah we are we are learning that that a lot of like and that's hard that's what michael, michael is that I, is what michael is and that is so hard for him because you know how he's like so focused yeah, on wanting to he wants to deliver like a product yeah. and like make these people execute and so he start like i mean we have this conversation regularly like you think I, so i think his ego wants him to be a certain way but yeah his the real true him is actually more like this like he's just a yeah. fucking inspirational guy <laughs> but he doesn't want to own it is- <laughs> He doesn't want to own yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't. He does not want to own that. And like he, he wants has to be, all He this... wants to be a professor. Like, no, yes. dude, you're Martin Luther King. You're not a professor. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, you're Martin Luther King, man. I mean, that's like, that's high praise. But he, yeah, like, but he's starting to get there, like owning. Yeah. Because Martin Luther King wasn't like have... that. He wasn't good. And there were other smart, um, like, reverence. Who had much better ideas than Martin Luther King had much more structure 
like methodologies and stuff like that for the for the movement. But Martin Luther King was just fucking inspirational as hell. That's why people dro- right. were drawn to him. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He yes, and I they they have this gift that I don't. I mean, like an innate thing, right? That's just how they are. It's an it's innate, and so yes, Michael is. I'm gonna have to tell him what we <laughs> talked about today, but uh, he is starting to get there because he's like, man, I don't think people hire me for the content. And I was like, no, they fucking hire you because you're a drug mm-hmm. addict who has this amazing story. Mm-hmm right? Like you have this great story and people love stories Mm -hmm. and the way you deliver it. And just, there's so much inspiration and hope to, to get from your story. Mm -hmm. And that's what people are latching to. That's why 3 million people have watched the Ted talk. It's not because Mm -hmm. they really care about the three principles. No, they care about the story and what you've been able to do. And no one is like writing us saying like, dear Michael, can you please tell me how to execute these three principles? No, they're saying, (laughs) Hey, I, am inspired by your story that's like the that's the overarching voice and so he is just now like five why do we ignore that right because i do that too right when somebody comes and praises you for something you're naturally good at something you're naturally strength your strength right Mm -hmm. we all tend to do this like nah, it's nothing like nah, that's just you know what i mean like i'm like that like i I was like that too for the longest time. And whenever people compliment me in, on anything, I'll just dismiss it. Because to yeah. me, it's no big deal. That's just me. But I want to be more like that. <laughs> like, yeah. this is who I am, and I'm just fucking awesome at this. And people see that, and they love me for it. But I'm like, no, I want to be this. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, right. But people don't care about me with this, right? So, well, and you're not good at being that, right? Yeah, like you're yeah. not good at being that. But that's what, <laughs> so that's people are going to praise you for that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. But the truth is, I actually think that when we own this and we just say, "Okay, this is who I am," we can actually fall in love with this too. Do you understand what I mean? Yes. But most people don't even try. Like most people are like mm-hmm. us, like or Michael, like oh. That's not what I want to do, right? Yeah, and so then they start fighting it, which yeah. then I think is even is even more counterproductive. Mm-hmm. And man, Michael and I have talked about this for so, like so I can't even tell you how many conversations we've had about this. Where yes, he's wanting it to be something else. He's wanting to be something else instead of just. And he's really working so hard on like accepting what it is. Um. Because there is, is so much power. Yeah, accepting like who he is, what he is, what he's doing. Um, I wonder then, where that comes from. Like, what? why has he built this identity of, I want to be this person who is able to, like, create this methodology. And it's this methodology and information and framework is what I'm going to be known for. Or it's... it's, it's I want this to be my legacy, like like creating this framework or the actual, uh, rather than like just him as a person, right? Just, just inspire as a person. It has to be this thing, this doctrine or this like, <laughs> like yeah. where did that come from? Why do you think he feels I don't that know. he puts more importance in them than, than himself? So I don't know exactly why. And oh, actually, Michael, I don't want to, I don't want to make any assumptions yeah. here, sir. So if Michael, if you're listening... 
Yeah, I'm just speaking reply. on please what reply. I know. <laughs> but yes, if you could just drop me a line at some point. Um, but I, I think it, 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 based on my conversations with him and based on my experience with him is that I think it's because he does not value those type of inspirational people in his life. So if someone gets up and gives an inspirational talk, he's like, okay, well, how do I fucking do this? Like, I need the plan. I need to know. I need some evidence. I need this. I need that. He is not like that is what he values. Yeah, that that he he hears. The ones he are inspired by, I I think is way. It's like because it's like Thich Nhat right? Or like the Dalai Lama. Like it's like way out of his reach, right? (laughs) In terms of like. For yeah, him to be like, like right? So, that, so and, that's and why, because he, he's not like. Up and talk I'm sure him. he's not like inspired by like Tony Robbins or anything like that, right? So, no, because he's or even Brene. Like he is, he respects yeah. and loves Brene, but yeah. he thinks what's missing from her is how you actually do all the things, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, how yeah. do you actually be authentic? How do you do all that? But that's what I mean. That I feel like what 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 happened is him trying to make sure that like him trying to avoid ego like created this ego of being like okay like my ego is saying that i should i shouldn't have ego (laughs) so now he's went far the other direction we're like i need to make sure that it's not about me i need to make sure that it's not about the the person Mm -hmm. and that it's about the thing but that actually comes out of ego too yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, trying to, like, your ego is telling you that you have to drop your ego. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, a whole mind fuck right there. Like, um, but, yeah, like, and, and I, yeah, he's just trying to be something. He's He doesn't want to be what he loathes, really. And, like, the, he doesn't really love, no. like, these people that are inspirational and that don't mm-hmm. give you... um something that you can execute and don't have the doctrine and don't have the methodology and like the step-by-steps or in the, and the evidence. Um, but I don't, and I've talked to him about no one hires him for any of that. That's just like bonus, right? They, they hire him for him delivering the message, him being the inspiring their team. Right. Even if it's, I think one of the things that kills him is like, Oh, I go give this talk. They all are pumped up, but then, they don't actually do the work like that keeps him up at night. And I'm like, dude, Oh my God. Like, so, you know, the, a lot of the things that like these gurus have to do is like, I'm not talking about like, uh, you know, Tony Robbins type. Like I'm talking about like Thich Nhat and like the actual gurus. Like, like in India. real so, gurus. Yeah. 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 So they have to detach themselves from the teaching. So they have to like teach. And then make sure at the end, they have to detach and make, okay, from now on, whether you do the work or not, it's not, I, I've done my part. <laughs> yeah. The rest is up to you, right? Like that, you kind of right. almost need that in order to be a great teacher. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I, I try to tell him, like, let's compare it to when you're, you have a sponsee, right? Uh, like when he has a sponsee or has people that he like working, like, working with there's like this detachment in terms of like well i've given 
I've given the guidance, I've done this, I've done that, and it's up to them to do the work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I wish he could channel some of that into the professional yeah, yeah. teachings. Um, I also think that, like, it's kind of, uh, for me, it's a little bit frustrating to watch because it's it's almost like this this potential that's just waiting there. Yeah. And there, it's just like, like you know, it's like a when you go to a rodeo and that bull is like about to like, and then you have to open the door and it'll just come out, yeah. right? Because yeah. what I see, because I, I, I felt like I was there and I was afraid of being this like Gary Vee or a, I was afraid of like, uh, yeah, like I didn't want to be that, right? That that just like talking inspirational like thing that people are just like, like mm-hmm. a preacher, right? Like, and and that's why I kept like making those carousels that are like, they makes you think and things like that. But then people started actually telling me, like some people will tell me that they will listen to my video, like just to like calm them down and like it'll help them go to sleep. And like, yeah, people told me in domestic courses like how much they love my voice and and just they just love hearing me talk right so that's something that i've just ignored my whole like i'm a horrible talker like i'm my grammar sucks my pronunciation sucks like like i like why why the why would anybody want to listen to me right like right but the thing is that's something that i've been suppressing my whole life i'm like that's just not me i don't want to be that right but now I just own it. And I think what I'm doing now is like, oh, you know what? Like, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to worry about that. And I'm just going to go all out, right? If that's what you want, like, I'll give it to you, right? But I'm going to do it my way. So if I don't want to be the person that I, you know, like that I don't like, like that I don't want to be like, I don't have to be that. Like I can inspire people my own way, and I already I always do. I I always do with my employees. Now it's just a matter of yeah. doing it with a million people, million strangers. <laughs> exactly, and, and just like stepping in that power and owning it. Side note: uh-huh. <laughs> I've had multiple people say the same thing about this podcast. I've listened to that I know that I've listened to it. They, they're both. They have made the comment of, "I love just listening to you guys talk." It doesn't even matter what you're talking about, but both of your voices yeah. are like super calm and it's just like nice to listen to. That is hilarious. I've gotten that comp I've gotten that comment the majority of my adult life about my voice too, which is really funny. It's like like, when I, was I think a coach. it's because you have um you have like this southern little bit about the southern draw, but not really a southern draw. I don't uh-huh. I I can't quite it's very unique <laughs> yeah i guess because people will be like where are you from are you like it sounds like you're from the south are you from the south um but, but it's not like, yeah, like as heavy of an accent yeah and it, i guess it's not like harsh like it's yeah, just yeah. it's like the last few weeks when the podcast has come back up i've gotten comments like more than one about i just like listening to your voice you and son are so calming like <laughs> Some people, it's just really hard to listen to their podcast because their voices. Uh, so that's, anyway, that's just a side note and and funny. <laughs> but I guess we're just calm yeah. people. Like, 
Like we're not. I like, also think it's the way we talk because I think uh, you and I and Michael we don't notice it, but just because like people put such a front like twenty four seven when they're just having conversations or at work or something like that, mm-hmm. when they see somebody who's just like completely being natural and being themselves having a conversation, it's like refreshing, right? Because oh, yeah. we're not used to seeing that. That's but true. me and you and Michael, we're like that all the time. Not just here, <laughs> but we're, that's just how we are all the time, right? So we yeah. almost forget that, okay, like other, might, other people might look at the way we talk and be like, oh, they're just being themselves. What, how nice. <laughs> but to, to us, it's like normal. It I mean, is, I, I yeah. really, but- really, really think so. Because that's what people say. Even when I'm saying something so boring and something completely uh, pointless, they're just saying, oh, I love how, how like authentic you are. I'm like, oh, I was just rambling there. Okay. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm like, man, like, is that actually interesting? I guess so. But I, but I think you're right. It, the, the interesting part is that it doesn't happen a lot because I think about people that are like, one of the things I like about your videos is like, it's so clear that you're not using like a teleprompter or like this written out fucking speech, right? Like that, like there are people that do that. In this video, I'm going to teach you how to use hashtags. (laughs) What's up, everybody? This is Sun. (laughs) Don't forget to like and subscribe. (laughs) Oh my God, right. Smash that like button. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Now I get it, everyone. Now I get it. Like just hearing you do that. Like, oh wow. That's what this could be. Oh, yeah. No, I yeah, actually, no, you know, the funniest thing is like two or three years ago when I first tried to start a YouTube channel, God. that's how I was. Because <laughs> I thought that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I know, right? Because there are people that like that and they do that. But oh my God. You think it's that they no. like that or it? I, I think it's a lot like, you know, the, the Instagram photo with the knees or the ice cream cone. Or I think they see it. They're like, oh, that looks cool. I can recreate that. Yeah. So, so I think that's what people are doing. They just think that, you know what I mean? Not knowing that. Yeah. That's cliche. Yeah. Like how funny it is when you look at it. And I guess that's why I'm comparing this to those things, right? These like highly produced uh type podcasts that have like very specific things they talk about um what what do you listen to usually what are your top uh, three podcasts oh son you're putting me on the spot i don't have a top three uh i listen to more like um things that have like stories like true crime stuff okay okay okay, got it so but like for instance those are the most popular podcasts yeah, like I like the ones with stories versus there are some that I listen to. Like there's a Housewives one, Trash TV one that I like to listen to. But it's a highly produced, much more conversational type podcast, but not one that I would listen to all the time because like a podcast like what we do is not one that I would listen to all the time. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one that I'm like, oh, like why why are you listening to it, right? Got it. But... Let's go back to like Michael, the inspiration thing, what we want to be, what we are like. I I think there's this part of me that's like fighting this idea that people would want to 
listen to this instead of just like leaning into it, do it our 50 episode 52 episode commitment and just like go with it. Like there's something in me that's like, I don't care if people don't listen to it. I don't want you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still going to do it. Yeah, I guess it doesn't. I mean, I don't even know how many people listen to it. I know we have access to that, but like, uh, yeah, I guess I also realized that sometimes like a lot of times, I create products that I wouldn't necessarily buy myself. And that's okay. Yeah. I I, yeah. I realize that that's okay. Because not everybody's like me. <laughs> they aren't. Man, it'd be awesome if there were a lot more sons. I really don't know anyone like you, son. Um, <laughs> I don't know anyone like you. I think that's yeah, what hey. makes every one of us so special. Like... yeah. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I don't know what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, we we when we are being our true selves, there really isn't anyone like us. Like, yeah, of course, we share similarities, but um, it's when we're trying to be the don't forget to hit subscribe and yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know try to be that what already exists instead of just being what we are and embracing what we are and loving what we are and also knowing that what we are is going to evolve mm-hmm. and that's okay and that's good and sometimes it's evolution in ways that maybe we don't want it to be or th- like things can change like th- we can change if we but we have to like just be in what we are does that make sense yeah yeah we can change but we can't we can't force that change meaning I want to yeah. be like that. Like, we just have to be us. And then that'll lead us to changing. But we can't decide who we want to be. <laughs> like, yeah. do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Exactly. Like, there's going like to be a version of me that's better than me. But how that's going to manifest itself, I have no idea. You right. Know? And it's instead of these bi- trying to make the big leaps, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you have to make just, like, micro improvements and like like turning a boat or like a huge ship i guess like i've heard people talk about that like you just try to turn it incrementally and eventually you're gonna like turn around right we Uh, we don't see it right we don't see the result right away yeah it's not moving (laughs) it's not yeah like the the cruise ship doesn't just like whip it around right it's gotta it's making these incremental adjustments to get to turn um and i think you have to be comfortable making incremental steps and 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 I get it like I want to make the leap too like I want to say oh I can meditate for an hour but that's not going to happen unless I make the incremental no. steps to you get have to there. be confident that when I make these incremental steps it is adding to the big picture because like that's kind of how I was in business in the beginning you know, you have to work on a tiny, hundred tiny little things. And three months later, six months later, you see the fruits of that, right? But right. in the meantime, you just have to trust that doing, putting this in day in and day out is going to result in that. Like the, if I go to the gym every day, that's going to result in a six pack. Like you just have to trust that, right? But most Right. And I think it's, 
there's that. And it's like, we are so focused on, there's actually a trainer, Jess Sims, who has these great little tidbits that she pulls, pulls into her training. And she said, um, we are so focused on the outcome. We're so focused on the outcome that we aren't like all of our goals are very outcome driven, but how can we start setting goals that are process driven? And it's like, I think something like, okay, I'm going to do 50 episodes of. Not like I want to get a million downloads. (laughs) Right. And I want to lose 400 pounds or, you know, like that kind of, right. That kind of thing. It's more like, I'm going to go to the gym three days a week or I'm, yeah. Like I'm going to work out 30 minutes a day. Like that Mm -hmm. is, that is a, it's attainable and not super intimidating. And, and B, it's really focused on the process. And just that is where... I guess it takes, you, you're in control too. You're 100% in control of that. Whereas you're, you're not in control of the outcome. <laughs> so No, you're not in control of the outcome. And who knows if that's the right outcome for you. Right? That's in true. that process, there are going to be a lot of things that you learn along the way. And you're I gonna, think that's... I think that that going back to what you were saying about like why would people listen to this i wouldn't listen to this mm-hmm. <laughs> that's one of the yeah. things i think you're gonna learn is that um remember like last week i was saying that when i had my first girlfriend i'm like i can't believe anyone likes me right like yeah it's kind of like that right like i can't believe anyone will want to listen to me talk but obviously there are people in your life that wants to listen to you talk mm-hmm. so why would that be different with anyone else you know, like, yeah. like eventually people will, strangers will like you or listen to you for the same reason that people, you know, like you and listen to you. And that, I think that's yeah. like a hard realization to come to for most people, mm-hmm. but I think you'll get there. <laughs> Maybe I hope, I mean, like I, I, here's what I do know is that if we continue to show up, which we will, and we continue to do this there will be undoubtedly, and you said this, things that we will learn. There will be something learned in this process. And I, I have no idea what that is. And that is incredibly uncomfortable. Um, but I am, I'm okay with that. You know, I'm okay with being uncomfortable. It's because you're orderly. <laughs> you don't like uh, unexpected. No. And I'm anxious, right? Yeah, I'm an anxious person. I have a lot of anxiety. And so like I need the menu of the restaurant that we're going to go to so that I can go ahead and decide what I'm going to eat before I get there and to make sure that it's okay. Like that's the level of anxiety that I have in life is like I can't just show up to a restaurant. I can. Have you been like that your whole life? Yeah. Or is it something you developed? No, I think it's gotten, um, you know, now that we have access to more information, things like the menus that you can download, things like that, like it, that, that actually like triggers it, right? That, that actually oh, so that makes enables it, worse. it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if you don't, if that is not an option, That's true. right. Going to a restaurant and I'm just using this as an example, uh, but like, you would just say, fuck it. If going, <laughs> right. And you just go, right. Um, I might be obsessing about like the parking or something else to better. I don't want to be surprised. 
So like a lot of my life has been focused on mitigating surprises that don't want to be surprised. So yeah. I need to get as much information as possible. I mean, most people um, are like that, but it sounds like you're a little bit more than most people. Yeah, I think I'm a little bit more like yeah. I'm pretty obsessive about it. Like, wait, 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 I need to see the menu before we can go in. Like, I will make. Like, I want to talk about effort. this next week because you I do. Think, <laughs> I think what you're saying right now is actually something that most people struggle with that they yeah and control I, like it's gotten harder yeah having to like the the need to know <laughs> that like mm-hmm. i think is because like even when you go to class people are always like trying to jump to conclusions and like you know like everybody always just wants to know what's next what's the next step and like everybody wants to know that next week i'm going to be safe like then when we go to vacation that there's going to be a room for us that there's you know that it's not going to rain and like those are all controlling things right like that we want to be in control yes 100 percent. yeah like i avoid difficult conversations because i can't predict control it how they are going to respond right that is a huge issue for me my husband just helped me realize that like last week I was avoiding a difficult conversation. It wasn't that difficult, but I was avoiding it. And he's like, do you know why you do this? And he finally like, I'm like, it's been eight years. Why haven't you told me this? He's like, I have. And it was like, not like that. Um, he's like the reason that you avoid these conversations, cause it's a pattern, the type of conversation I avoid is because you can't predict how they are going to respond. And that is so uncomfortable to you. And that creates so much anxiety, but you can't fucking do anything about it. Like you, like you can't live. You do your part. Like not comfortably. No, like there is so much. There's so many things I've avoided or don't do or don't say out of fear of just like. It's not even fear of how they'll respond because I can be okay with the information. It's just that I can't predict what that information is going to be and what that information is going to do for my internal experience. Does that make sense? Like Mm -hmm. it's okay to have the, I'm okay with the information. I just don't want that unpredictability. I want the menu. I want to know these are the choices they have. You don't want to know how... You don't want to test yourself how you're going to react. <laughs> right. Like, you know, like, un- I will situation. have a reaction. Because yeah. that's how yeah, people are I when they're drunk, know. right? Like, don't let me drink because, like, some people get out of out of line when they, they're drunk and the next morning be like, they, they don't remember. So it's <laughs> yeah. almost like they have no cho- no control over it, right? So that that's why they don't want to let that happen. Like, Yeah. Like, do and you think that you can't control your reaction if something like that happens? I can better now and it could be good or bad, right? It doesn't matter how they respond. Like I will have a reaction. It will be on my face. Like, Mm -mm. and it, if it doesn't line up with what I thought it was going to be, then it's even more so on my face. Like, mm, Mm -mm. like what? And, and it has deteriorated several relationships. Is it really that? Or is it for me? Usually when I do that, it's because I'm afraid of the outcome, like that they're going to say that. And I'm just trying to delay that as long as I can. <laughs> if that, like, for example, let's say I, I talk to somebody and this person wants to break up with me, right? 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to delay that as long as I can <laughs> so that the breakup is delayed as long as I can, right? So it's not necessary. I'm, I'm afraid of my reaction, but I'm just trying to delay it. <laughs> uh, no, I, I am. I am okay with information. I am I'm okay. Like, I'd be okay with like, I'd actually want to end the breakup. I'd be like, okay, if this mm. is where we're going, I'm not trying to delay that. For me, it's like asking for help, for example. Let me just give you an example. Because I feel like these are a little bit different than the breakup. It's like um, asking for help like, hey, I I know that we said that we were going to meet at uh, Chick-fil-A, but can we meet at Sonic instead? Mm. I don't want to have that conversation because I don't know how they're going to respond so even if I really didn't want to go to Chick-fil-A, I would still go there because I didn't want to have that conversation about what I actually wanted. I don't know if that's a good example, but, yeah. um, but it, I, I think, even though at the end well, of the day, it doesn't matter. Let's talk about that next week. But let's do it. I think there's a couple of things in, in there too. Like one of them might be, I don't want people to, this person to think that I'm, I'm bossy or like I'm controlling. Yes. Like, I sometimes some I do of that. that. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But there could be like so many other reasons. Cause I do that too. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. And, and sometimes I don't want to be disappointed of that person. Like I don't want to find right. out that he was an asshole <laughs> by saying, no, we, yeah. you have to come to Chick-fil-A. Like then obviously yeah. it was like, okay, you're an asshole. But I don't want to. Well, I like that person. I don't want him to be an asshole, <laughs> or something like that. But you know what? I would. I would be okay with whatever their answer is. Mm-hmm. I would like if they said, "I want to go there instead." I'd be like, "Okay." Like maybe I'd be a little disappointed in the answer. But I just don't. I think it's more. I think it is more about me. Like what I would think they'll think about me. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, she's yeah. flaky. Oh, yeah, she changes yeah, yeah. her mind. Oh, she's this or that. Yeah. Um, she's mad. They're mad at me. I, I do think it's probably more focused on me, but I I think this is also a great, an entire episode. episode? Um, Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> content okay. uh, that a lot of people can relate to, but yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love these like real, real life scenarios, like problems and, you know, things that we can talk about. Yeah. Well, All right. It's very real. <laughs> Great chat as always. Yeah, I can't believe it's been been an hour. I know, I know you got a doctor's appointment, so I don't want to hold you up. I do. <laughs> hey, you're fine. It's all good. It's down the street. But um, thanks for meeting early and chit chatting. No problem. Thanks for hopping on. I'll see you guys next week. I'll see you next week, Elizabeth. Yeah. And we'll talk about uncomfortable conversations again <laughs> yeah i think we all avoid because it's them. it's because like we're bad at it i think both us both of us are bad at it <laughs> yes there's certain ones i'm really good at and then there's others that i'm not so good at and mm. actually have like i've deciphered um i've been You've able to like i'm just doing them. a lot of work around this i've categorized <laughs> the type and the type of people um, like it would be much harder for me to have an uncomfortable conversation with certain groups of people than others. 
like the exact mm. same conversation. So it's not blanket for me. Um, but oh yeah, let's, let's definitely get into that. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> All right. All right. Cool. Thank you, son. As always. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thanks everyone listening. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.